0: This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 1886. Four phrases to avoid being dismissive in English.
1: Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. Are you feeling stuck with your English? We'll show you how to become fearless and fluent by focusing on connection, not perfection, with your American host. Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, coming to you from Arizona and Colorado, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. In English, certain phrases can feel direct and dismissive if you use them when someone shares a statement. Today, learn what these four phrases are and what you should say instead to make sure you don't make people feel pushed
0: aside.
1: Hey there, Aubrey. How's it going today? I'm great. How are you? Oh, doing good. I'm excited to be here with you on the microphone. What are we talking about today? Today's episode is going to be fantastic.
0: This is going to be awesome. I'm going to start it by asking you, do you think it's rude to say, as I told you, we will get to that later? I love that you're asking that question. It is so
1: important to know when we're being rude and when yes. we're not. I actually do think it can I be rude. Too. Yes, and when it someone says rude. that to me, I felt it feels rude abrasive. It. <laughs> yeah,
0: as I told you, because what what are we implying when we do that? How we're sort of dismissive. We're we're yeah. implying you weren't listening closely enough. You made a mistake yes. to ask this question at all. And mm-hmm. whoever hears this, I feel like is going to feel really shut down and. Dismissed and regret asking anything. And ah, these are all things we don't want to have to feel.
1: Yeah, we want to build connection, not break it. And this would mean the person may be hesitant in the future, guys, to come back to you and ask you another question. That's the last thing we want in business or life. Right, Aubrey?
0: I have had those feelings at church in like a Sunday school class. I'll say like, oh, what do you think about this? And just to be really shut down. Oh, no. Well, as I have said in previous classes, this is what's right. And you just (laughs) feel like, ooh, I'm not (laughs) ever going to make a comment again. Not good. Uh So today, guys, we're going
1: to, yeah, this is going to be great. We're going to get into this as our listeners, as you guys learn more vocabulary, you have to understand the
0: connotation of that vocabulary. Yes, for sure. We got a great question about this. A couple of different questions that we want to share. So we are going to share those questions and give you all the details you need to know about this.
1: Yeah. But before we get into that, guys, this month, we're going to highlight some amazing members of our team and just take a minute to say thank you. You know, All Ears English would not happen if we didn't have each of the members of our team. And who are we highlighting today, Aubrey?
0: Yes, we want to give a shout out to Jandy. She's amazing. She joined our team in April of 2021. She is a rock star. She does some of our video editing. And yeah, we want to let her know. We're so thankful that she's part of our team.
1: Yeah, thank you so much, Jandy, for being an awesome member of All Ears English. And yeah, we'll be highlighting a few of our team members this month. So excited to just let people know that we appreciate them.
0: Definitely. Okay, let's dive in with today's questions. All right. So first of all, we received an email from Larry. Shout out to Larry. Thank you for sending us this awesome question. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and read it. Okay. Is it rude to say to someone, as I told you, for example, if I'm explaining something to someone and she or he asks me something that I just mentioned, and I say, as I told you, this is, does that phrase sound rude? If it is rude, please, can you share different ways to answer best regards to all of you, Larry. What yeah. a great question. Larry's had some great questions over the last
1: couple of years. This is not his first question. So thank awesome. you to Larry for being a loyal member of Aller's English. Awesome. It's such a good question. And it's so important to ask this.
0: Yes. And this came up very recently in one of our live group classes as well. Yeah. I'd say one of our students who's amazing. Mm-hmm. She asked this as well in one of your classes, right, Lindsay?
1: Yeah, it was Nainte and it was also Sylvia. Actually, I'm not sure who asked the question, but we were all in that class together and we were talking about, we're wondering, okay, with this word nonsense, can this have a certain connotation of being aggressive? And I said, yeah, it's a little bit aggressive at times, but then I realized, wait, it's not aggressive. It's more dismissive is the problem. If you're not careful in the way you deliver this. So that's the danger of this word. It can be powerful. It can be useful, but it can also be a little dismissive.
0: Exactly. So we are going to share three things, you guys. Four, actually. I think I planned four. Three? Yes, four. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're going to share four phrases that might be a little rude, depending on how you share them. They might be dismissive. And we will share alternatives, what you should say instead. All right. What to avoid and what to do. All right. So what's the first one, Aubrey?
1: Our listeners are going to want to write this down.
0: Definitely. So this, the first one we shared here, we're going to give you some more details. As I told you, this can be rude and very blunt and very dismissive. We say it, we say it when we want to tell the person that they should listen more more closely, right? Mm -hmm. Or maybe a teacher or a presenter. If a question is asked that has already been covered and they they're maybe a little frustrated that someone isn't listening or maybe they've said there'll be a Q&A at the end so they're sort of frustrated that someone didn't hear that but yes. it is really going to make the question asker not feel great
1: yeah it's kind. so it's so true as I told you it makes us feel like we're not smart because we're asking this question or like we weren't listening it's just very it's critical just feels it's bad very critical it's critical yeah yeah um and part of being a, a professional, a successful professional is self-control, right? And, and yes. you know, maybe you're thinking this, but don't say it, right? Because that is a lack of self-control.
0: That's such a good point, right? Don't beat yourself up. If you think this, if you get frustrated, you might want to say what we're suggesting you don't say. As I told you, questions will be taken at the end of the presentation. (laughs) Stop yourself and remember the alternative that we're about to teach you. That is less rude, less blunt, because you may really need to get that question across, right? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if, if someone asks questions over and over when you've clarified that a Q&A is at the end, you maybe do need to make this point. You have to do it as respectfully as possible.
1: I love it. I love it. So I bet our listeners are ready for what they should say instead, Aubrey. What yes. should we say instead of, as I told you?
0: So a good alternative, and this works for emails as well as presentations, it is the same message, is to say, as previously mentioned, ooh, it's so interesting. It means the same <laughs> thing, but the direct, <laughs> as I told you, yeah. Is so in your face. I told yeah. you this, but to respectfully say, as previously mentioned, this might mean maybe someone came in late to a presentation. They didn't hear this. So you're just letting them know this was mentioned, or it is a little bit of like, you know, I did say this. I want to, cause maybe not everybody heard it and right. you want to share, like, this wasn't my mistake to not share this. It yes. was mentioned, but this is respectful.
1: Yeah. What are we doing here with the grammar? I and mean, we were putting this into passive voice.
0: Right, exactly. That's the biggest thing. Always less Mm -hmm. aggressive, less rude. It's more passive.
1: (laughs) It's more like there's no subject. We're not pointing to anyone. We're de-emphasizing the subject of I and you. Yes, right. Not your
0: fault. Not my fault. To
1: yeah. Something that was mentioned previously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're we're also elevating the language. So we're doing two things. We're putting in the passive voice and we're elevating the the language. It sounds more formal. So both okay. of this is kind of what we're doing when we try to be less dismissive. We try to make sure we we don't dismiss people,
0: right? Both of those things make it more respectful, to make it more formal, to put it in the passive voice. We're not mm-hmm. accusing, we're not criticizing. It's yeah. true. It takes away all of that negative connotation that could mm-hmm. be really offensive.
1: Yeah. And I guess there is a slight difference now that I think about it being dismissive versus being direct. So I'd say here, what we're really doing is just avoiding being direct. Yeah, that's right.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's true. But it makes that it does make that change where you're not being so dismissive. So we have a mini role play after each of these four. We're going to do the little role play here to share how you guys can use this in real life, right? I'll go ahead and start us. Okay. The same scenario where you're giving a presentation and I interrupt with a question. Sorry to interrupt your presentation again, but I have another question. As previously mentioned, we'll be taking any
1: further questions during a Q&A after the presentation. Okay, Ooh.
0: no problem. <laughs> I would not. I would be like, oh, she's right. She said that. I would not feel dismissed. I right. would feel very much like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done that, but I still feel respected.
1: Yeah, this is the way to go, guys, especially at work and you know, at home, I, I wouldn't say this. It's too formal. It's a very for formal. For at home. Right. <laughs> but there's other ways and we'll talk about other ways to be less dismissive. So let's move in to the next one here, Aubrey. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. All right. We're talking about the next one, which is the one that came up in the live group class. All right. Yes. And that is, that's nonsense, right?
0: Yes. Or very similar. That doesn't make any sense. These mean the same thing to say, mm-hmm. that's nonsense or that doesn't make any sense. And these are very rude and blunt.
1: (laughs) Right, right. And my whole issue, you know, when it comes to, you know, the way we think about communication, it's about connection. And the problem with this phrase, that's nonsense, is that you're not letting someone be heard. So it is a little different from the first example, and that this truly is dismissive, right? Yes, you are not listening to what they're saying, and you're not giving it any air or room to breathe or consideration.
0: Exactly right. So this is said when something really doesn't make sense or to disagree. Like you may feel really strongly you disagree with someone to the point where you feel justified in dismissing their opinion. And you have to remember that even if you really disagree and don't understand what they're saying, you don't see where they're coming from. You still have to be respectful in your language.
1: Exactly. So how can we, what can we do instead yes. of saying that's nonsense, right. So the
0: bad examples, what are you talking about? That's nonsense. Or she's always spewing nonsense. So rude. Here's an alternative, right? Okay. If you disagree, you can say, I see where you're coming from, but I disagree. Have you considered... And mm-hmm. this would be if you do see where they're coming from, maybe you're having a conversation and you can kind of understand the point they're making. Sometimes, and we're yeah. going to share one in the role play in a second. Uh-huh. If you really don't see where they're coming from and you don't even feel comfortable saying, I see where you're coming from, we'll share an example in a minute. Right. Then you could say, interesting. I have to disagree. Have you considered? Both are respectful. One, you. Uh, there are times where you are not going to want to say, I see where you're coming from.
1: Yeah. I mean- the point is you're, you're providing more pushback, which values them, which shows them that you've actually thought about what they've said. That's the key. One word, just saying one word and saying they're wrong, like nonsense. Again, so dismissive. So exactly. not giving them a chance, not giving them the dignity of showing that you thought about what they've said, guys.
0: Yes. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? What's next? All right, let's do a little mini role play about this one. You go ahead and start. You and I are having a conversa- conversation, and you share with me an opinion that I cannot say. I see where you're coming from, and we, you know, we handle it. <laughs> right, here we go. So to summarize, I think the Earth is flat. Interesting. I disagree. Have you considered how from a distance the tops of tall objects like mountains are visible well before their bases, which seems to be evidence of Earth's curvature? <laughs> <laughs> I had to look this up. I was hoping to throw you off a little bit. I'm like, what would someone say that I couldn't say? I see where you're coming from. And this is it. Right? I'm sorry yeah, sorry to all the flat Earthers out there. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I don't know if anyone is anymore. I oh, mean, there are. are. I know. My dad's friend is. He will have that debate. He will have that conversation in the Western what? United States. There are flat earthers, and they will go to their graves <sighs> explaining to you. And tell I, I'm not going to criticize because our listeners might be Lindsay, based on the fact that I know someone in real life who believes. They might be,
1: there might be some yes. Wait, we don't know. To believe it right. is hard to it's believe. It is Hard to believe, <laughs> but anyways, that's yeah. So there is some science there, but
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, I feel like <laughs> all right. So agree to disagree. Yeah, this is an interesting phrase. You can always. If you go back and forth a couple times and you realize they are not going to change your mind, you're not going to change your mind. This is just a great phrase to end the conversation respectfully. Just say, agree to disagree and then change the subject.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. So good. Right. And that's just saying, we're never going to come to an agreement here and it's okay, but we can still be in the same space yes. and respect exactly. each other.
0: Yeah. Yes. Let's do number three here. This is very rude, but I have heard people in a conversation. Really? If someone says, I think the earth is flat, someone might respond with like, that's stupid, which is rude, <laughs> unkind, very dismissive. It, it does feel like a value judgment about that person. Yeah. And kind of like you felt, Lindsay, when I shared that example, when someone is saying something you disagree with so strongly, you feel like there's so much scientific evidence against it. Yeah. You sort of almost feel justified in saying something like, yes. that's stupid, but you still should not, right? It's sure. not respectful. There is a yes. better alternative.
1: Yes, exactly. So, you know, there are other things we can say. So here's an alternative. I'm not sure that's accurate. Have you considered dot, dot, dot? However,
0: sometimes, mm-hmm. especially these days, people can't really be convinced of things. That's yes, right. You know? And it's tricky because sometimes someone will just say something that you know is inaccurate. Mm-hmm. We're going to share a good mini role play for this, like a kind way to instead of just being like, you're wrong or that's stupid. Right. There are nice yeah. ways to say that. Yeah. I'll start us out here. We are working on a math equation in this role play, Lindsay. Okay, let's <laughs> do it. Yeah. So to complete this math equation, 36 times six is 360.
1: I'm not sure that's accurate. Let's check it on a calculator.
0: Nice, <laughs> right. You're not going to say that's stupid. That's wrong. I know you're wrong. I think it's just more kind, especially in a work situation where it's not like we're friends. We can't joke about it and mm-hmm. and tease each other. It's more of like it's going to be awkward if I tell you you're wrong, maybe a little bit. This is a right way.
1: Yeah. And I think just looking at talking about accuracy of the thing is better than saying like just saying that something was stupid that someone said.
0: Right. Totally. Yes. And it's like you said, this takes a certain amount of tact, a certain amount of skill to realize Mm -hmm. how is what I say going to be perceived? How is it going to come across and what alternatives could I use that would be less accusatory, Mm -hmm. critical and mean?
1: Okay. So we have one more for our listeners, right guys? This is number four. You're going to want to write this down as that fourth one that could be dismissive.
0: Okay. Yes. Okay. What is it, Aubrey? That's silly or that's Mm -hmm. just silly. And I do hear this. People will say it if someone is making a poor decision. It implies childishness, foolishness, or frivolousness. Mm -hmm. Parents might say it to children. But even they, I believe, should choose better options. I sometimes will say this and I'm like, that's not what I meant. I meant mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. So what's a good alternative, Lindsay?
1: Well, first, before we go into that alternative, what's the bonus phrase that you just said? Frivolousness. Ooh. Yes, frivolousness.
0: If you guys have the app, this will definitely be highlighted there. Oh, yeah. It's not taking things seriously enough, right? If you are frivolous, you even take weighty, important matters and make light of them. You don't take Mm. them seriously enough.
1: Okay. I like it. I like it. So here's what you can say instead. Write this down, guys. I don't know if that's wise. Have you considered the possible outcomes? Right. So, yeah, I like that you said, I mean... So would you say this to your kid, like, tell us more about at home with your kids. I mean, would you, or have you, like, do you have an example of when this has happened and you've corrected yourself,
0: Aubrey? So I read this book. I didn't even realize I was not speaking to my children as respectfully as I should. I read a book called how to talk. So kids will listen and listen. Uh. So kids will talk. I highly recommend it for anybody who has kids. And this was one of the tips in there was to just think about your language And how your children perceive it and what message it sends to them. So if you say, that's dumb, that's stupid, that's foolish, that's silly. Which parents do sort of have a tendency to do because you're in the parental role where you feel justified in correcting them. But even then, the language of correction could be, I don't know if that's wise. Let's think about what the outcomes would be. Let's think about the possible consequences and decide together if we feel like that's a wise decision.
1: Right. And I also love, you know, with the other suggestion here, have you considered the possible outcomes in a way you're giving that kid a lot of um, autonomy and respect by saying that, right? You're assuming they have, and you're giving them the agency to go think about other things themselves.
0: Yes. And this certainly works for coworkers, for Mm -hmm. friends. You will be in situations where someone is telling you a decision, they might make. And if you really don't think it's a wise decision, you would never want to say that's silly. That's dumb. That's stupid. This is something you could say. I'm not sure that's wise. I don't yeah. Think that's I love wise it. So Have good. Considered. Okay. For sure.
1: Yeah, this is good. This is good. Okay. Let's give our listeners a role play then here, Aubrey. Go All for right, it.
0: So you and I are chatting about what we might invest in, what stocks and I'll start. Okay. Us. My friends are saying I should invest in Bitcoin.
1: Oh, I don't know if that's wise. I think it's at a three month low maybe consider waiting a bit to see what happens.
0: Nice. I like (laughs) it, right? This could very much come up in every conversation at work. Yes. If it's just something you don't feel like is a wise decision, there are respectful ways to say that.
1: Yes, I love it. So what's the takeaway for our listeners? I feel like this can be so powerful because guys, words can determine your relationships, your connections, how you do at work, right? With the people around you.
0: Yes, we all know that person at work who does come across as really rude and condescending and says things like this. And I don't want to spend time with that person. Yeah, just the takeaway is many phrases do have a negative connotation, can be interpreted as rude, blunt, offensive, dismissive. So we want to think about alternatives that really convey the meaning we want to convey.
1: Yeah, don't break the connection, right? comes back to the human being in front of you. They deserve respect. And you do respect them. We know you do. But sometimes if we choose the wrong words, they're not going to know that. Right, Aubrey?
0: Exactly. Right. And you can create awkward interactions because now you've made them feel stupid or silly or shut down. Yeah. The connection is broken, is not going to go further. So avoid that. Avoid that by speaking respectfully.
1: Yes. Our alternatives. (laughs) I love it. So good. If you love this kind of episode, guys, go ahead and hit follow on All Ears English podcast. All right, Aubrey. Thanks for hanging out today. It's been fun as always. Yeah, so fun. See you next time, Lindsay. Bye. Bye.